no. While well, I think about it, anger makes me like when we have peace of that time. Peace of our children. Understand. I'm gonna do my part. So listen up. Don't you know it's time to be free? Won't you lend a hand? Won't you show the world you're outraged? Won't you take a stand? I call my race cause it just can't face this Everyone seems so blind I call my race cause it just can't face this Every child's been left behind All the rights are treaded on All the rights can soon be gone Civil rights just don't belong Treated like some political pawns And open hand that it is all fine Cause you made up on the unemployed line Why your job gets reassigned Some Malaysia kid who's just pushing on I'm a man of many talents So let me break it down all fair and blind So I hope all the roof right off the joint Cause I'm busting out my talking points What is up? You sexy geniuses, you have chosen wisely, for you have tuned in to the greatest show in the history of mankind. This is the Dusty Smith Show, and I'm your host, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Appreciate you being with me tonight. It's always fun hanging out with you guys, making my Mondays and Fridays so much better. It was a slow news weekend, but it's all good. Because we're going to have fun. For those of you just joining us, uh, this is the show where we take a look at the 50 craziest stories of the week and crack jokes with the greatest audience on YouTube. So, what's up, Pores? Of course, Pores is my little pet name for all of you in the chat who don't give me any money. You poor, sad sons of bitches. The damned! But I love you anyway. I love you anyway. Not as much as the people that give me money, but still. A lesser love, but love still. See pools in the house. What's up, Shave Bear running? Good to see you, Rusty Shackleford. F. Scott's Fitzgerald one. Hell yeah. You know I is. You know I is. We have chosen wisely. Oh, it's like that scene from Indiana Jones. You chose the correct chalice of God. It's the common man's chalice, by the way. Never seen that movie? Spoiler alert. Don't choose the wrong one. Dusty the man, the legend. Hell yeah. Appreciate your honesty. What else you guys saying? I'm... Here, morning, the end of our place. What happened to our place? I don't even know what the fuck that is. The only thing I know about our place is I saw that uh, Hassan, or as I like to call him, Hassani B, that's my pet name for that ugly motherfucker, mentioned it in a tweet, but I don't know what the fuck that is. I assume it's Reddit. I'm poor, but I love you. Hell yeah, Everglare. I love you too. Just lesser. Just much, much lesser. But still, still exist. Love you, Dustman. What's up, Tim Bells? Good to see you tonight. Dusty's love is conditional. I mean, it's unconditional, but it has certain conditions on it. So, you know. If I did correctly, I signed up monthly. Fuck yeah. You one of the good ones. All right, cool. Folks, eBay. eBay, 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 eBay. Uh, I don't make any money off the show except for all my make on Patreon and uh, Super Chats. I don't make any of the ads. If you like get an ad popped up, I don't make any money off that. Usually it's because uh, I got copyrighted and the person that copyrighted me makes all the money. So, hey, please consider helping me out. I'm making uh, $1,500 and 52, uh, no, $1,552. I can read. So, uh, hey, uh, if you want to help me out, please consider chipping in a dollar to a month. Whatever you can afford, it all adds up. And I really appreciate it. I would love you forever. You'd be my best friend. I will. And also, Super Chats. The label of the show is the Super Chats. I read every single one of them. And you can more more like yourself forever and ever in Super Chats. Do it. DQ Test, $5. Thank you, DQ Test. Good evening tonight. Uh, heavy chalk. Blaze it. I can't. I can't blaze it before the show. After the show, though, I'm going to be high as balls. I'll be after the Porsche for the fuzzies. Fuck yeah. 
Heavy Child gets your pores back. Dusty, Dusty, Dusty. Can't you see? Somehow your eyelids mystifies me. I know, right? How am I so fucking good? People like watch my old videos and like, holy shit, you sucked at this. How are you so much better live than you were edited? I know. I don't know how it's possible. Like when I first started doing this show, I couldn't even fucking say a goddamn sentence. As soon as the camera turns on, it's like, it's like fucking Porky Pig. But now, I'm polished as a motherfucker. Hell yeah, for practice. Jeremy Hutchison, become a dust buddy. Fuck yeah, welcome to the Cool Kids Club. You too can become a dust buddy for $2.99 a month and get customized emojis to spend the chat with, like all the other sweet-ass cool kids. So, awesome. Got to start the show uh, talking about a documentary that I saw. I don't know if you guys saw this one, but apparently as a new documentary about the Chippendales... You guys know who the Chippendales are? Of course you do. They're, uh, uh, before you say it, I am not gay. Why do you guys keep calling me gay? Okay, yes, I watched two documentaries about the Chippendales, uh, and their sexy asses. Ooh, they're, they're pretty handsome, to be honest with you, and, uh, they do have, uh, chiseled bodies and, mm, sculpted faces. Hmm. I'm sorry, what was I saying? Oh, Chippendales! Oh, uh, yeah, so anyway, I don't know if you guys know the history of the Chippendales, but this shit is crazy as fuck. So I thought since I watched two documentaries about these man cakes, I would just tell you guys what all the documentaries said in like five minutes and it would be cool. So first off, let's talk about uh, Dorothy Stratton. So Dorothy Stratton, beautiful, beautiful Dorothy Stratton had this innocence to her. She was a Playboy model. Oh my God, she was so attractive, Dorothy Stratton. And then back in the like early 80s, late 70s and uh she had this shyster ass boyfriend this good for nothing i don't know why she was with this guy you could have done better get away from it oh it's too late it's too late anyway uh so he was like this con artist and so he met you load up the other bookmark he met boom this guy who had a nightclub in california boom here we go no i don't want to show you that one because that spoils the whole show for you Where's, here you go. Boom, this guy. Click on this fucking thing. This guy who was, uh, turns out, an illegal immigrant whose name was Steve, probably not his real name, Steve, owned a club in California. And so uh, this guy met Steve, and he was like, hey, I know what you ought to do in this club. You ought to have male strippers. Nobody's ever fucking had male strippers before. And so that's, like, the only thing I knew about Chippendales. Like, I wasn't, like, a huge, like, uh aficionado on Chippendales. I wasn't, but all I knew is they're like a dance troupe that toured around. I didn't know what the fucking history was, but it's pretty interesting. So anyway, so uh, this guy's like, hey, yeah, uh, here's my really hot girlfriend, Dorothy Stratton, and uh, Steve, you should have strippers that are male. And so he was like, that's just crazy enough to work. So then he took the idea and he ran with it and he started having male strippers, just pretty much anybody he could get that was stripping his club. And it became hugely popular. So then he was like, oh, well, I don't need you anymore. You're not a club owner. You're nothing. And so he basically uh, just ditched this guy. He didn't have any contract with him. So this guy got kind of left out of the uh, picture. And so uh, then his girlfriend, Dorothy Stratton, was becoming pretty famous and I guess he was, a, I guess they broke up, so uh, he shot her in the face. Yeah, yeah, cool. Super cool. Goddamn trash, motherfucker. Shot her in the face, killed her, and then killed himself. Poor Dorothy Stratton. Man, I sure understand why women are afraid of dudes. Like, dudes just fucking kill you. Crazy in this goddamn trash world. So, anyway, uh, so then Steve, who is uh, this gentleman over here, Steve decided to uh, run with the idea. And it took off. It became pretty popular. 
all the women's so was like lining up to come to his club. And so then he decided, hey, I want the production values of this show to be better. So he hired this guy whose name is Nick. And uh, Nick made apparently children's shows or something. I don't know. He's working for Nick Loden or some shit. But apparently he was a good choreographer. So he created a whole production around the Chippendales. It wasn't just a bunch of guys out there stripping anymore. It was like a whole show where they had like different acts and it all culminated into a like one final act called The Perfect Man. And, uh, and it became wildly fucking successful. So then Steve... This guy decided he wanted to, here he is, Steve, decided that he wanted a club in New York City. So he made a deal with uh, Nick, and he said, hey, Nick, if you'll go find us a location in New York City, I'll give you something. What do you want? And uh, go set me up a club there. And Nick said, hey, I will go set you up a club in New York City. And what I want is touring rights for the Chippendales in perpetuity. And apparently uh, this motherfucker didn't know what the word perpetuity meant. And so they signed a contract on a napkin in the middle of the bar. And he basically gave these touring rights up to this guy if this guy went to New York. So this guy went to New York, found a club, and set themselves up in this club. So they had two clubs now. And the one in New York was incredibly popular too. So then this motherfucker decides, hey, uh, it's my club. I don't like the way you're doing things. And this guy was like, well, fuck you. My show is better than you could ever produce yourself. We're going to do it fucking my way. Apparently, this guy was kind of a dick, but he got shit done. And so uh, the next thing you know, dude walks into this guy's office. No, wait a minute. Let me, I didn't tell you the rest of it. So then they were fighting. And uh, so this guy was like, okay, well, I'll tell you what. I'm just going to take the Chippendales on the road. You gave me the rights to tour Chippendales, and now it's a world-famous brand, and I'm just going to take it every fucking where. So they was touring all over the country, making millions of dollars, and this guy was, like, splitting the profits with this guy. They, they split it 50-50. But this dude was like, why am I splitting the profits with that motherfucker? Chippendales was my club. I don't like this shit. So then the next thing you know, Nick, sitting in his office, some dude walks in, blows him a fucking way. Yeah, kills him. Murder, death, die. He dead, yo. So, uh, don't know who did it yet. I bet you can't guess who was responsible. You can't. So, anyway. So, next thing you know, uh, this guy has full rights to the Chippendale suddenly. And uh, they're touring. And the shows weren't as good because they didn't have Nick to do the shows anymore for them. And uh, so, then what happened was one of the guys who worked for Chippendale's I don't know, probably one of these sexy motherfuckers. Let's see which one it is. I don't know. One of them. Maybe I think it's this guy right here. He decided to quit working for Steve and go work for a rival company that was just starting in, I guess, Amsterdam called Adonis, which was also male strippers. So then the next thing you know, the police are coming to Amsterdam and they said, hey, uh, we just got word that Hitman had been sent to murder you. And he's like, what you talking about, Willis? Hitman been sent to kill me? And he's like, yeah, totally. So what happened was, is there was this dude who flew to Amsterdam. Uh, but the only reason he did it, because he was talking to a buddy of his. His buddy of his told him, hey, hey, uh, I want you to go murder this dude and I'll pay you $25,000. And so he was afraid he was going to get murdered. Because when somebody comes and tells you, hey, you got to go murder somebody, uh, you just say, yes, sir. And then you go to the cops because uh, they'll kill you if they think you're going to talk. So he was like, he flew to Amsterdam because the guy basically took him to the airport. And watching her the plane. So he flew to Amsterdam. And then as soon as he got to Amsterdam, he turned around. He came back to Las Vegas and went to the FBI. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, they want me to kill this Chippendales guy. So it turns out that the guy who tried to hire him to kill this guy also hired another guy that killed 
Nick killed Nick. And uh, I know you're going to be shocked by this. Prepare your shock face. But uh, he was hurt by this guy. Yeah, this guy killed Nick. And so uh, they were wanting the hitman, the original hitman that he paid to wear a wire. And eventually, uh, after a whole bunch of finagling, he had to go like over to Amsterdam because this guy was so paranoid. He didn't want to meet in the United States. So the FBI actually went over like Amsterdam and shit and wired up the hotel room. And this guy was on, uh, finally, after a while, was all over the uh, recording admitting that, yeah, he killed Nick. He paid them to do it. Was going to pay them to kill this other guy. So then he was arrested and uh, then he committed suicide. Dead. So that's the uh, history of the Chippendales. Pretty interesting, pretty interesting and sexy. <laughs> what? And anyway, uh, so now you don't have to watch those documentaries because I watched them for you. Crazy, crazy. And uh, then, folks, I get shit on quite a bit. But like, this is a great example of why conservative alternatives to Twitter are never going to take off. Because conservatives are miserable people for the most part. They're just hate-filled scumbags, and they want to make other people miserable with them. And they actually don't want to be on a conservative platform because there's not enough people there to shit on and be cruel to. Like this person, I uh, sent a message to, I left a message for Eric Weinstein, who what was that, Brett Weinstein, one of the Weinstein brothers, whichever one is spreading the ivermectin bullshit and told him he's a ghoul who's killing people. So this guy uh, decided to insult me and said, said the sad recluse living off on Super Chats, bitching about anything and anyone because he's a shade and insecure. And I was like, yeah, see, uh, I don't mind getting messages like this because if that's the worst thing you say about me. That's like a compliment, right? I don't know. I've done a lot worse than that. And so anyway, then he responds, at least I still have a dad because <laughs> my dad's dead. Then he's like, am I Rottweiler still young and healthy because my Rottweiler died? But see, this is a perfect example. The cruelty for these people is the point. They want to be in a place where they can spread their vow hatred or else they get fucking bored. So this is exactly why all the fucking conservative clones are never going to make it. And we're going to get into it later. This is also exactly why. Elon Musk bought Twitter, sort of bought Twitter. He's the number one shareholder on Twitter right now. We're going to cover that in the trash world section. But anyway, great example that I've explained many, many times. My dad's dead too, Dusty. Ah, dead ain't what happened. I've been thinking about how my dad died. I never really found out how he died. I'm wondering if he might have died of fentanyl. Would make sense that he died of fentanyl. Maybe he had an overdose of fentanyl. Anyway, um... So, all right, that's the beginning of the show. Let me say super chats, and then we're going to get started. April S, give me $100. Whoa, April S, amazing. Buy yourself something pretty. I will, April S. And you know when I do it? I'm going to think of you, because you're awesome. Thank you for your generosity. Advanced dance, thumbs up. The like button change, colors it out. Appreciate it, Manson. Jenny Root, for the kitty party. Hell yeah, I got my treats tonight. We're going to have a kitty party at the end. Stay tuned for that. And also, please hit the like button. If you can, if you're able, if you want to, hit the like button, fuckos. Jason Porter, $30. Love the Dusty Show. First time watching live. Hell yeah. Popping that cherry. Money for the kitty party. By the way, I live in the same town as Jackson Hinkle. I'm sorry. God damn. If he hasn't jumped the fucking shark, keep up the good work. I don't know what he was like before, but uh, not amazing now. $10 from Gary Stillman. Cat food. Gonna buy cat food in your honor, Gary. Thank you. Dusty, I think I only give you $10 tonight. Hey, it all adds up. Appreciate it. Keep it lower. Dusty, you are the cat daddy. Fuck yes, I am. Cat whisperer. Love the show and what you do for the kitties. Please get them all the fanciest treats. I will. I'm going to get them the fanciest treats that Walmart can dish out to me. Just for you, Tisa. Tessa. 
Thank you. Uh, Space Ghost Bukowski. You know you would go for Hassan Picker. Stop playing. Not my type. Not my fucking type. Uh, I prefer, like, I don't know. I prefer, I mean, I can't really think of what I prefer, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, uh, hmm. Don't know. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you for that. I got a little sidetrack there, as I want to do. Being sarcastic with Dusty Joe Rogan, is it right wing? In sarcasm. I know, right? Need a sarcasm font. Mm, greetings and salutations for the fur babies. What up? Vera, good to see you now. Cool. Anything else pop up? Nope. All right. Awesome. Hit the like button, fuckos. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Motherfuckers. All right. First off, uh, also, uh, my buddy, somebody asked me on the last show what he does, and he sent me some uh, pictures of his where the fuck is it oh yeah of his uh there we go boom of his shot where he makes these rocket boards i don't know if these things are uh i guess they're legal but uh holy shit they're pretty cool though they go like a hundred miles an hour not really but they're crazy fast and uh be sure to wear your helmets everybody does amazing work e he wrote of the show, e, love me some E. All right, cool. Nice, uh, nice office you got there. And all right, cool. Let's go ahead and start the show. Boom, off, off. All right, boom. First up, going to do a little section I like to call, what the fuck? And first off, oh, tonight's what the fuck? Apparently this went viral. Now, I don't know when this video was shot. All I know is motherfuckers in the chat better not tell me this is an old video. I will freak the fuck out. You don't want none. So uh, apparently, this uh, crazy mofo has a death wish. They going at least 60 miles an hour. And uh, I guess he's smart to do this during a rainstorm because it keeps the uh, tires from overheating and melting off. Because he's kind of hydroplaning, but holy shit, this video went viral. Crazy, dude. That just makes my butt pucker looking at it, and in a bad way. Usually when my butt puckers, it's pretty good. But uh, you know what helps with that? Poppers. Loosens your... Never mind. Uh, next up! Yeah, what the... They're not hoverboards. They're like, I don't know. They're kind of some kind of uh, rocket-powered uh, jet boards. Rocket boards is what I call them. It's new to me, Dusty. Cool. It's all that matters. New to me, too. Did you guys hear about the author who wrote the book, How to Murder Your Husband, who is on trial now because uh, she murdered her husband? Yeah. yeah. Bad life decisions. Just want to say, if, uh, if you're planning on murdering your husband, you might not want to write about it publicly. Seems dumb. So apparently uh, she got on the interwebs and she bought a receiver or uh, whatever the slide thing is on top for her uh, 9mm and she removed the 9mm sleeve on the 9mm she owned and then she put the new sleeve on there and she murdered her husband and she took it off and she threw it away and she put the old sleeve on there and she's like, hey, we have this gun, but this gun is not the murder weapon. So they test it and they're like, hey, it's not the murder weapon. Uh, and then she had like all these uh, insurance policies. She's going to make... Uh, hundreds of millions of dollars basically and she's gonna make even more hundreds of thousands of dollars if her husband died at work which he did so uh yep you going to jail lady that was dumb what the fuck yeah i know right and in this one holy shit she probably go in the trash roll section but also what the fuck did you guys hear about it says 10 people were shot but it was only six people dead as far as i know but uh Here's a great example, folks, of why you don't get involved in silly-ass bullshit out in public. This is why I never get involved in fighting. Hell no, what's the point? Never know if somebody's going to pull out a gat and 
cheat you in the fucking face with it. So, warning! I mean, there's no, like... It, there's not a lot you can see in this video, but this is kind of disturbing. So, uh, warning, warning, don't watch this if uh, this kind of thing bothers you. Here they are fighting. And then they're like, yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you. And then... Yeah, yeah, run. Seems bad. Seems bad. Might not want to be out there. And all that fucking nonsense. This is why I don't leave the fucking house. Dude calling me a recluse. Like, it's a bad thing that I'm a recluse. Hell no, I can get killed just going to Walmart these days. The fuck? Does anybody that happened in Sacramento, California this week? Damn, this world's nuts. I counted seven shots. It was like an AK-47 going off. There's like 50 gunshots, I think. I think they said six dead. And uh, then one more on the what the fucks. Folks, this video has more action, more intensity than any movie I've seen recently. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but uh, apparently these women coming home for a night out at the club. And uh, they got to go. They got to go and she's trying hard. She's like, I got too many locks on my door. She's trying. She's trying to get it in. Hurry up. Get open. And she can't figure it out. She's so close. And no, no, it's too late. It's too late. Yeah. Nope. Didn't make it. No, then she fell in the pee. Nope. Not what you want. Not what you want, to be honest with you. That's a little bit gross, but hey, it's nothing like a shower won't take care of, so it's fine. It's fine, but also, what the fuck? Am I right? And cool, that's my what the fuck section. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's see. No, no new super chat, so let's continue with the show. Gonna do a little chud watch. Got a big, long, hard, really hard chud watch for you guys tonight. So if you know the song, feel free to sing along. Blank page. I opened a blank page. One more time. Here we go. Chud Watch, talking about Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds and make fun of them. Yeah, Velvet Fog. That's my nickname in college that I did not go to. And first off, on the Chud Watch. So uh, Trump had a new rally this weekend, and holy shit. I don't know if it's possible, but the maggots are getting even more cult-like than they were before. That's what we're watching this. I have mixed feelings about it. It's depressing as fuck because literally I live in a completely separate reality than these people do. It's like, how do, can they possibly believe any of the things they're saying when the reality is so obviously opposite of this? And so it's depressing. But at the same time, it's actually really fascinating to watch a cult form in real time. Like, I wouldn't be surprised in a thousand years from now, people are still worshiping Trump, which is depressing because like he is one of the worst people I can possibly imagine to have such a cult following. It's just incredible how this could be possible. And yet it is. So they had another rally this weekend. And uh, luckily, they got out there and they interviewed all kinds of people, which is always fun to watch the crazies. So uh, to get us started, folks, did you know that the Space Force, which didn't get created until 2019, was somehow around Back uh, in 2016, when is it? 2018, whatever the fuck the election was. And uh, they have the the whole thing. They know all about how it's uh, stolen. They gonna do some martial law because that's what the Space Force is all about. Martial law it up, which is a good thing, apparently. And uh, Trump gonna be back in there. 
just before you know it. Let's listen to this woman who clearly has her finger on the pulse of reality. The election, I believe, was stolen. But we know that. Space Force has it all. Trump has all the all the information. Okay. It's going to be overturned. What do you think Space Force has? Space Force is a military branch of the, you know, just like the Army, the, you know, all the military. And they literally, walk up here. They literally, the night of the election, they literally exist. watched the election be stolen. They know they watermarked the ballots. They know exactly what happened with every ballot. Uh -huh. They know what fake ballots, mm -hmm. all right? They saw, they knew the election switches. They know what countries were involved. Uh -huh. They know, they followed the money. They know what every politician that's mm -hmm. been paid off. They know there's, um, there was 260,000, 269,000 uh, sealed indictments, mm, but I think it lot. might even be up to 500,000 sealed indictments. That's a lot of sealed indictments. And I believe that we're going to have an emergency broadcast mm. and the military is going to come in with martial law. That sounds bad. And we are going to be shown eight hours on, eight hours off of videos for seven days. Why eight hours on, nine hours off? The world. And they're going to be showing us taped mm -hmm. uh, tribunals. Oh, okay. Taped confessions. Cool. And the world is going to be awakened to what's really going on oh, no, with the woke. deep state. So definitely going to happen, folks. I don't know what they're waiting for, but they have all the info. It's going to happen any day now, probably, probably in two weeks from now. So look forward to that. And uh, here's another one, folks. Like I said, totally living in different realities. <sighs> Just amazing so what, how cult-like they are, folks. So what's your anticipation for today? I mean, you've got thousands of people here. You've got Mike Lindell behind us. He's going to walk out on that on that platform. It's just going to be exciting. It's I, I will probably cry when I see him and everybody else. This is very emotional because we're finally, people are finally waking up to what happened in 2020. Finally. It's very emotional. You same thing. It's a very emotional experience when he walks out on the stage. It is. I was in Washington, D.C. And that was amazing. Mm, awesome. On January 6th. Yeah, the ellipse. Yes. That, was yes. that was millions of people watching that. Millions of people. Super cool. We're going to cry. Because the God man Trump who cares so much about it is coming out. It's going to be so great. And more nuts. Donald Trump, you know, he's the modern day Muhammad Ali, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Last thing like a bee. He's going to hit harder next time. Right here. The right. Obese Trump. The new Muhammad Ali. Good God. More. More, please. More crazy. I can't get enough of these crazies. No CRT, right? No CRT. Matter of fact, one plus one is two. If you have two X chromosomes, you are a what? Female. Yes. Come on, people. Biology 101. Hey, even got facts. I got recordings of them trying to get CRT in our district. So if anyone that lives in Southgate, make sure you keep that in note. I will change that and I will make sure our district thrives and what it's been for the past decade. This message is not paid by him. Thank you very much. Right, folks. He's running for office. He knows all about the CRTs. Be afraid. Be very afraid. And uh, what is the main reason you love Trump so much? Just pick one. What is it you love about him? Say about it. You love your Trump. Absolutely. Number one reason why you love President Trump is why? He's going to save America, and he loves us. He absolutely loves us. Yeah. America first. America first. Just, you know, make him. Just so crazy.
I mean, how can they believe this? It's so obvious Trump doesn't give a shit about any of them. Trump is a raging narcissist who only cares about himself. I just can't understand. But like, I told you guys the story before how I was talking to my Aunt Susie. You know, the one I made a, the video about my uh, favorite aunt sent me a nasty email. Well, I she now lives in a trailer, basically, I bought for her, her and her autistic son. Um, when we, we get along. So I was talking to her a while back and she fucking loves Trump. And I was like, what do you love so much about Trump? And uh, she was like, he's just so honest. He always tells the truth. And I'm just, I'm like, he literally has 30 something thousand documented lies in only four years. One of the greatest liars to ever be in the fucking White House. And I was like, tell her that. I was like, it's just like, he was right when he was out there and he was like, I could go out on Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and still not lose any votes. And she said, he didn't say that. Hillary Clinton said that. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, that was something Hillary Clinton said about herself. Trump never said that. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, literally does not live in the same planet. So I have my iPad. And I was like, I'll just show you that he said it. And she's like, well, what are you going to show me? Because I don't believe any of the mainstream media. And I was like, I'm just going to show you his own words. I'm just going to play the video of him saying it. So I played the video of her saying it. And she was like, oh, okay. It had no effect on her whatsoever. Didn't change her belief system at all. So it's just like, how... Can we cross this divide and even talk to these people that live in a completely different reality than we do? It's just so fucking bizarre. Another example. Let's keep going. This could be my aunt. Why do you love President Trump? Well, he's honest. He's a Christian. He's um, anti-abortion. And he calls it like it is. He says what all of us are thinking. And not too many people can do that. Like Why literally anybody can lie to you. Preachers have been doing it for uh, since the beginning of mankind. So what? And uh, this guy showing off his super cool patches he got. And damn, he's so thrilled that the cult leader acknowledges his existence. So he knows our group. From there, we just grow. You know, Trump security, uh, Trump patch here, the deplorables, Jexic, um, Ashley Babbitt. Uh, you know, uh, bikers uh, against human trafficking. It's just a lot of patches we gain over the time, and we want to re- represent different groups. He recognizes you when you when he sees you. I do know that for a fact. You guys are. He knows you. Right? He knows who we are. He points right at us. We're always front row. He he knows who we are. So and, and, and we're sure. we're tremendously grateful for that. You know, he he recognizes loyalty and he gives it back. You know, just. Having Trump acknowledge me last week and take a personal picture with me was like almost a dream come true. It was a dream come true, and I'm forever <laughs> Definitely not a cult. I mean, Trump, one of the most disloyal people ever. Throw every single person under the bus. Trump demands unending, undying loyalty for himself, but has literally no loyalty for anybody else. But it's just a different planet. There's no way, there's no way we can have, uh, we can have any real conversations with these people. Just live in their own universe. And another example, why you like Trump so much? Whatever. But what was it about him that you gravitated toward? Simple talk. Straight talk. He's a simple No jibber jabber. You knew where he was coming from. Literally, Trump is like 95% jibber jabber. It's just rambling nonsense. Stance on everything. Um, He talked like an everyday American. Had a great heart. That's why we're here. And how great was the First Lady Melania Trump? Is she not just the greatest First Lady in the history? Yeah, you know, she's humble. And I think that's what makes her great, you know? <laughs> she was humble. Yeah. 
Ladies and gentlemen, the happiest person here in Washington, Michigan. Definitely. Arthur Trump's so humble. There's one thing I can think about a clear, obvious gold digger like Melania Trump is her humility. Hello, y'all. And uh, we'll see. Another one. They just crying at the mere thought of him. He is modern day Jesus. This country. Trump loves this country. I love my country. We need to straighten this country up. I have children, and we need, we need you, Trump. Our, our country is going to shit. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm gonna give you a hug, man. This is They're why. So emotionally this unstable. is why we do this with people like you because we know how important it is. For we know we love this country, and we know exactly what Trump would do for this country and for you and I. So God bless you. I, I we God really. God bless you too. Yeah. And Trump, I love you. You're my man. You're you're coming back. The cabal, the deep state. I mean, I'll give it to him. I've never seen anybody behave this way for any politician in my lifetime. This is an incredibly unique experience. But when you hear Trump speak, it just makes it all the more insane by what an embarrassing tool and goofbag he is. But like we're going to show you in a minute, even Joe Rogan out there sucking his dick now. So uh, him and his 11 million fans buying into it. But I think they might be overcompensating slightly for something. I don't know what it is, can't say, but something about them is teeny tiny. They have to overcompensate for 2020, the sequel, just say no to Joe, embarrassing. And uh, they just get right out there in line as they always do, folks. Shamelessness is their superpower. So during his rally, Michigan Republican House Representative Lisa McLean got on stage and gave Trump credit for killing Osama bin Laden. You know, the guy that was taken out by Obama years before Trump was even thought about being in the White House. But nah, nah. I substitute your reality for my own. While President Trump was in office, we didn't have a war. And I think he made three peace treaties. Caught Osama... Osama bin Laden and Soleimani. He didn't. He didn't catch Osama bin Laden. What is happening? But yay. Yay. Trump got Osama bin Laden. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. All right. Whatever. And uh, I'm only going to show one trip from, uh, clip from Trump. But this just illustrates the point I'm going to make when I play the Joe Rogan clip. Joe Rogan is going to talk about how eloquent Donald Trump is. And he's going to talk about how Joe Biden flubs his words continuously and can't even speak correctly but all they're doing is they're taking all the flubs made by joe biden stringing them together and they don't do the same thing with trump who makes an equal amount if even more flubs than joe biden does but they just ignore that right uh here's an example the fuck he's saying the elimination of zuckerberg drop box i call him the unlock boxes you know they call them lock boxes i call them unlock boxes the elimination of Zuckerberg Dropbox. I call him the... Yeah, the elimination un- of Zuckerberg Dropbox. Oh, so if this were Biden, they'd be clipping that out. And they'd say, see it? He, he's fucking has Alzheimer's. He's not all there mentally. That's what Joe Rogan will be doing. Joe Rogan's... I don't want to say he's masked off because he's been masked off this whole fucking time. But uh, getting harder and harder for the people claiming Joe Rogan is not right wing to say that with a straight face. Uh, but first off... Let's play the clip from the last Trump rally, because this is the clip that Joe Rogan is going to talk about in the next section I'm going to play for you and talk about how hilarious 
Trump is. How Trump is basically an amazing comedian. And this is the joke that Trump told, that he's going to use an example of how funny Trump is, where he downplays global warming. As he's worried about, the ocean will rise one hundredth of one percent over the next three hundred fucking years. Yay! Why are you worried about global warming? And uh, just on a, a a side note, one of the reasons we're worried about global warming. What are you doing? Fuck! God damn it! What is this even doing? I've got too many free articles. Fuck you! Fuck you, bullshitter! Let's see if I can open this up in an incognito window and fool it. Yeah, yeah, I fooled you, New York Times. I didn't. I didn't. It sucks. Anyway, uh, the gist of the story is that a giant ice shelf has just collapsed in eastern Antarctica. For the first time in human history, which is bad. Apparently, the uh, ice shelf was the size of Rome, like 450 square miles, because they're having, partially it's because they're having really uh, warm weather in Antarctica. It's like seven degrees below, above normal. Um, but some scientists are saying, I'm not saying this, but the worst case scenario is that this will lead to a chain reaction of melting Arctic ice that could lead to, in three to five years, 10-foot rise in the ocean, which, uh, as you might imagine, would be bad. I had to look it up to see if my house would be underwater. Looks like most of Florida, California. Uh, I hope that's not going to happen. Not saying it's going to happen, folks. Just saying maybe we should be concerned about this type of shit. It's not just a small percentage over a million years like Trump is making fun of. Uh, but, like, it's terrifying. That the former leader of the free world and the guy right now who is in the lead on polls for the next presidential election is just poo-pooing and making jokes, downplaying global warming. Not hilarious at all, but of course, uh, Joe Rogan going to get out there and yuck it up and talk about how hilarious Trump is. Gushing, literally gushing over Trump in this clip. Shameless, shameless 200 millionaire Joe Rogan. Because they would say all these horrible things about him, and he would just fucking yeah. just brush it off. Like, he- the fuck's he talking about? Trump did not brush any horrible thing off his shoulder. He literally gets out of there week in and week out and complains. Complains, complains, gripes, plays the fucking victim. Talks about how he is the most uh, abused politician in history. How everything's a witch hunt. Like, what is he talking about? Did Trump get out there and just brush everything off his shoulder? No, he whined incessantly. Joe Rogan is one of these people who doesn't live in the same universe as I do anymore. Terrifying. This is the number one fucking podcast in the world. They would say all these horrible things about him and he would just fucking yeah. just brush it off. Like, he never aged a minute. No. Every other president, Biden has aged a thousand years in the first one year in office. Yeah. He looks like a walking dead man. Okay, first off, uh, Biden looks exactly the same in the one year he's been in office. But like, even if what you're saying is true, even if Biden did age more and Trump didn't age very much, isn't that a bad thing? Isn't that because Biden's stressed and working harder at his job and Trump was golfing most of the fucking time and not really taking it seriously? Wouldn't aging be a a better thing for a leader? Just seems like it. But nope, he got a gush over Trump. That's his man now. Not hide anymore. Man. Yeah. He looked like shit before he became president, but he looks way worse now. Yeah. I mean, he's mumbling. He can't get through sentences. Like, this, this is exactly what I told you before. If you look at the people that Joe Rogan is following on Twitter, they're almost all right wing shitheads. So, day in and day out, 
his feed is nothing but right-wing narratives and talking points. So he sees all these videos where they cut up every flub, every tiny mistake that Joe Biden makes to make him look like he has mental disabilities, but they don't do the same thing for Trump, just like I showed you in that last clip. They don't ever talk about that. It's a one-sided narrative, and Joe Rogan just spreading that shit like it's butter. Why are you not playing? Play, motherfucker. Get I through sentences. They keep walking back what he's saying. You ever seen those compilations where Biden is saying non-words? Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. It like, sounds like my 16 16- I've seen the compilations of you saying the N-word. That's also wild, Joe Rogan. Old daughter sometimes trying to get words out. Yeah. He's, he's challenged. Yeah. Like it's, he's, it's, there's real problems. He's 80, right? Yes. He's 80. It's close. Yeah. If he's not, if he's not 80. He's, I think 79 or 80, yeah. But, but, but not Trump, man. When he was in office, he never fucking aged. And now he's doing these campaign speeches and he's funny. Yeah. Like he says funny shit. Did you see what he said the other day about the climate? He's uh-huh. always funny. The John Kerry thing he goes, John Kerry's worried about the climate. And he goes, over the, the, the ocean's going to rise a half of an inch over the next 500 fucking years. And it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think I saw him working that bit out at LOL. Why is that funny, though? Why is that not utterly terrifying? If you know anything about climate change and the amount of people that are going to be displaced by it, the amount of people that are going to be hurt by it and killed by it, and all the horrible effects it's already wrecking on our society, why the fuck is that funny? It's just, and and you can say, oh, you don't have a sense of humor, Dusty. I crack jokes for a living. But this just ain't fucking funny at all. It's just wild. Well, I mean, he's a comic. Ah. The dude's a comic. No, he's, he's, got, he's got timing. I mean, they were, pretty soon we're going to be see him. Like, he's going to call you up and be like, Joe, can I work out? I got a new 15. I'm about to just come. Shameless, shameless Trump ass-kissing from uh, Human Thumb, Toe Rogan. Yes, he's a thumb and a toe at the same time. Dichotomy is a Joe Rogan. And uh, while we're shitting on Joe Rogan, he's uh, going to be a regular part of the Chud Watcher now. You should put him in Trash World, but he's just straight up Chud. Here he is, what's- just spreading more fucking fear. Talking about, hey, I hear they're talking about mandating flu vaccines. I Googled this. Couldn't find a single person advocating for mandating flu vaccines. Just totally making shit up, trying to scare you. But that's what he's all about. That's how you become number one, folks. That's what scares me. What scares me is the notion that people might start using these same sort of draconian measures of control hmm. with something that we've always just accepted as a part of everyday. You mean like uh, overturning the will of the people and installing somebody as a dictator? Hmm. Why don't you ever talk about that, Joe? That's sort of scary, isn't it? Life. Now, a lot of people have accepted COVID and they're encouraging people to accept COVID as endemic. And this is just a part of life now. Well, that's always been how we accepted the flu. Yes. But I'm hearing a lot of talk of From mandatory who? flu From vaccines. Who? Where? What? I'm hearing a lot of talk of mandating things. And that makes me nervous because I do know that there's a financial incentive. Yeah. Whenever there's yeah. any- The $200 million man is worried about financial incentives, y'all. Any kind of financial incentive. And mm. you do know that these financial incentives trickle down into media, which shapes narrative for the entire population. Like, you mean, at- like how you spread right wing narratives to placate your right wing audience and make $200 million off that? Hmm. Ah, oh, yeah. Spreading right wing narratives is very financially rewarding. If you're worried about that sort of thing, Joe Rogan. Doesn't seem like it, though. And then. Madison Cawthorn taking a lot of shit this week. Of course, he's a cowardly little motherfucker. He went out there and, in my opinion, lied. No one is inviting Madison Cawthorn to orgies and doing cocaine in front of him. But uh, 
He, of course, out there blaming the left. The left has a problem with me. You know, they always playing the fucking victim, but the right has a big problem with him, too. They're like, hey, you cowardly son of a bitch. If this happened, you better start naming names. Why wouldn't you? If this really happened, uh, why wouldn't you call out the corruption? Of course, he won't because it didn't happen and he's uh, spineless. Has nothing to do with him being a wheelchair, being spineless. The people I was around did none of what you described, ever. So if you're being invited to NC-17 parties and watching people do cocaine, then you're hanging around with the wrong people. Name names. But you should name them mm-hmm. so their constituents know Damn what straight. they're doing mm-hmm. on the people's time. Why and don't if, you? If, on the other hand, none of what you described really happened, mm-hmm. you need to admit that too. Congress has enough problems without making things up. Congress isn't well regarded. Always low in the opinion polls. It's a cheap applause line. It's an easy target. But even easy targets deserve fairness and the truth. So either tell us who you saw doing cocaine and who invited you to sexually explicit parties or admit what we suspect, which is that you made it up. And then ask yourself where fairness and honesty fall on the list of qualities we should be looking for in members of Congress. Of course, he won't name names because he did make it up and he'll just ignore what you said. And uh, since you're a right winger, and just blame the left. It's the left trying to cause problems. Eternal victims. That's what they do. And uh, at a local, it's not local to me, but at a local Christian school, apparently the teacher thought it would be a good idea to have the kids rehearse an anti-Biden chant and upload it to the website because super cool. Yeah, they're really worried about indoctrinating your children, aren't they? Glenn and Lou, it happened to be President's Day, but exactly what they were learning is unclear. But the, the teacher posted this video and she sent it to their parents. Who's our president? Biden. What do we want to do with him? These are four and five-year-olds in transitional kindergarten at Turning Point Christian School in Norco. Their teacher posting the video to the school's internal parent app. I couldn't believe it at first. Christina McFadden watched the video several times in horror. Why can you believe the it? The teacher's indoctrinating her students. Yeah. They're, you know, everybody has a right to believe in what they want, and my daughter wasn't given that opportunity. But at least they're not saying gay. At least they're not talking about gay folks. So, super cool. Super cool, Christian school. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw this story or not, but they did an experiment where they paid Fox News viewers $15 an hour to watch seven hours of CNN per week to see how it would affect uh, their reception to the lies that Fox News tells. And apparently, just watching seven hours of CNN a week greatly helped them not believe the lies Fox News was telling. Of course, this isn't hard to understand whatsoever. If you like have variety in where you get your news from, you're less likely to believe the propaganda that just one news source is putting out. But more proof that Fox News makes you stupid. Can't argue with science and cool. That's my chud watch. Hope you guys enjoyed it tonight. Let's check the super chats. Super chats, please hit the like button. Do it. Only half of you have done it. I still love you all, but I love the ones that have the like button much, much less. You're even worse than the pores. Kubert, Kubert Lover, 1972, says, Dusty, with that ice melting, some countries and cities I think will be gone, like some Pacific Islands and Miami. I think it's not in a good shape at 
a presentation I intended. Yeah, I read about it. I read how uh, like the worst case scenario is 10 foot ocean rise in the next three to five years. And like I was looking at the map. Oh, my God, is my house going to be underwater? And uh, I might just have some amazing oceanfront property here in uh, central Mississippi before it's all said and done. Just saying, the uh, former and potentially future leader of America probably shouldn't be joking about it. That's terrifying or hilarious, as Toe Rogan would tell you. Mail truck finalized the MAGAs are willfully ignorant, scarily ignorant, yes, telling uh, the blue lie to gaslight the libs and show they're part of the tribe. Yep. Don't even live in the same universe. Sorry to hear about your aunt. My mom is the same way. I hear you. Yeah. You just got to love them anyway. Do the best you can. Dusty, a friend of mine, was saying democracies have the seeds of destruction in them. Something like it gives room for dictators to grow. Uh, possibly. I don't know what a better solution is, but I'm open-minded to it. Christian Fredrickson. It's alarming that delusions are getting worse. I don't know how we get past this as a country. Uh, me either. I was hoping it'd get less and less and more obvious what a shameless grifter Trump is, but it doesn't seem to be. The The cult seems to be getting even stronger and, and larger. It's scary. They like Trump because he's horrible. He loves to upset people for the sake of it like he does. Yep, the cruelty is the point, as we've said time and time again. Thumbs up, the like button changes colors now. Fuck yeah. And April S, buy yourself something pretty. Didn't you already give me $100? Or is that the same one? Must be the same one, but still, you're amazing. Um, for the kitty party, read that. All right, cool. One more, much love from Joseph M. Birkenhauer. Much love back to you, Joseph. One of the good ones, hero. Hell yeah, I watched Wisecrack and they said Joe's not political. I'm like, hell no. Oh my God, yeah, Joe Rogan, not political. Imagine saying that with a fucking straight face. I think people who are not political think Joe is not pushing his politics. They're not thinking anything. They don't have the ability to reason correctly. Brenda Cuvay, $20 New Zealand. What up? That's New Zealand, right? Kiwis? Are you a Kiwi? This is my Kiwi voice. Hey, y'all. This is my Kiwi voice. How you guys doing out there? We in the future now. I know. I'm bad, and I should feel bad about it, but I don't. Uh, anything else? Dusty, have you heard of the 1983 biographical film Star 80, starring Ernest Hemingway's granddaughter, Mariel Hemingway, who stars as Dorothy Stratton Rep, both who were Playboy models and Total Babes? I have not seen that. That sounds sad, though. She seemed like she seemed awesome, though. She just had this uh, this thing, this star quality, it, if you will. I'm talking about uh, Dorothy Stratton. Got to watch out. Make sure you don't get yourself involved with fucking losers. Crazy assholes who are... Uh, don't have any self-respect, insecure, I'll kill you like a motherfucker, and all right, cool. Speaking of trash worlds, let's do it. Trash world, trash world. Dusty Fire, hellish trash world, trash world. And first off on trash world is this influencer. You guys see this one? So let me just show you who this is first. Uh, now, this happens last year but i did not cover it and it's gone viral again recently so i'm going to cover it just to show you what a fucking hey trash guys, what's up? Is. so this is influencer jordan cheyenne and this just shows you how fucking fake these influencers are it's all about money they're just soulless cretins who would do anything for a fucking click this is why like i tell people this before like i, I pay attention to how many live viewers are on the show but i never look to see how many like or how many uh, views each individual video gets because when you start focusing on the numbers you get guided by the algorithm instead of focusing on what you think is important 
on which you feel morally obligated to focus on, you start saying, well, hey, this video, which talked about this subject, got 10,000 views, and this video that only got uh, 5,000 views was about a different subject. So maybe I should talk about this subject more. It kind of guides you, and it just makes you uh, an unprincipled, uh, useless leech on society, in my opinion, which is what most of these influencers are. So uh, apparently last year, she had to take her dog, her son's dog, into the vet because it had uh, some kind of disease that had to be put down for. So she accidentally uploaded this video to her Instagram, which got downloaded before she could remove it. And this is her and her son right outside the veterinarian. Watch how shameless this shit is. This is that old. This is from just a few months back from last year. And, uh, of course, now she back. No repercussions whatsoever. But this is what it's all about, folks. Just fake-ass bullshit in order to garner clicks. And it will, and it does, unfortunately. That's what works in this goddamn trash world. And next up on the trash world. Oh, what the fuck is that? Oh, shit. So, uh, I don't know if this is a joke or not. I do know I'm going to show you after I play this video for you. I'm going to show you another video of the guy talking about how this is not a joke. How uh, he was serious doing this. But uh, he's trying to round up trans people. He's calling them non-binaries. But he admits later he's only calling them non-binaries because he doesn't get banned for saying the word trans. And take them to the hospital. (sighs) This may come off a little transphobic, but it's not. It's not. I'm doing Lord's work. I'm trying to help people. I'm here to get all the non-binaries. I'm at the Motel 6 right now. We're starting here. And we're going to get all the non-binaries picked up, put them in the back of my truck, and we're going to take them to a hospital. If you have any non-binaries here, I'm shutting this motherfucker down. I'm shutting this whole operation down. Any non-binaries? Any of them. You ready to go, sir? We're going to get all the non-binaries. Let's go. I bet I, get, I need to get in the back. All right. We're going to get all the non-binaries right now. If you see a non-binary, snatch them up. If you got any non-binaries, I got to pick them up. And I got to take them. You don't need to see my ID. I need to see where the non-binaries are. I don't understand where they're hiding. Are they fucking camouflage? They got that binary camouflage? <laughs> are there any non-binaries in this hotel? Because if, cause if there are, that's a problem. Right there, we got some. Let me out this motherfucker. I'm going to get them. This may come off a little transphobic, so- this might come off as a little transphobic, but nah, you're good, dude. You're super good. So here he is, uh, another video talking about how uh, fine trans. But no, he's talking about trans people, but he's calling them non-binaries, fine non-barians, and pop. Sort of advocating violence. And then if you want to go hunting, get out, get out into the the deep woods, 
and you can you see a lot of non-binaries running around everywhere just jaw jacking indoctrinating everything the fucking wildlife catch them hoes bop and then if you want to catch them hoes pop yep so uh they outed this guy apparently he claims he works for meat still walker of oklahoma says he works for this company but the company says he don't work there uh has a lot of says he goes to university of central oklahoma they say he doesn't go there just a lying fucking piece of shit but like i said at first i thought it was uh um fake or he was just kidding but here's his own words you gotta go watch the video it, it was and, and the video was five minutes long but i had to cut it into one minute so so people could do edit it took another hour to freaking edit damn and i tried like i did not say the word trans in the video like i basically basically this is how the video went it was like i was real serious and i was like guys this is gonna come off a little transphobic but it's not it's not transphobic yeah like, I'm no i watched to... it okay so it's like, i'm here to i'm here to help non-binary people like i want to take them to the hospital and get them help and i was being very genuine i just didn't find any if i would have found one i would have brought that hoe to the hospital to the mental hospital but i couldn't find them so we're gonna have to go again you know but i was being genuine i mean I like I when i'm trying to help people they i mean he's saying over and over he was being genuine i don't know you guys make up your own decision but either way somebody might want to start investigating this motherfucker before he kills somebody just saying trash world who and uh speaking of trans panic it's all they have folks like trans people make up just a very very small percentage of the population not an issue at all but in order to distract you they have to continuously push their fear. Here's Charlie Kirk going to tell us all about what bullies trans people are. I mean, yeah, sure, conservatives are making laws all across the country that oppress trans people, uh, taking draconian measures, the likes we haven't seen in this country in hundreds of years. But yeah, yeah, it's those evil trans people who are the bullies here. And so I got banned from Twitter for that. Um, and so because I dead named Levine, if you don't know what dead naming is, I didn't know it either yes, until you do. I did it. You You're do not allowed know to use the birth Bullshit. name of someone who's transitioned. It's considered harassment. It is harassment. You so, know what you're doing. So uh, this is the new rules. Yeah. So I got banned oh, no. from Twitter on this. So then Twitter offers you this opportunity, very Maoist show trial. So they say, okay, if you delete the tweet and acknowledge you engaged in our hateful policy, you get your Twitter account back. Yeah, he could have instantly got it back, but he has to play the victim, so he didn't do that. Of course, always victim playing with these guys. But, you know, it's part of the grift. He'll make a lot fucking more money playing the victim. So I refuse to delete the tweet. I did nothing wrong. I'm not going to tell somebody Yay, I what a hero! when I told the truth. Such a hero, isn't and he? What a hypocrite I would be to come to this church and say, you know, it's going to cost you something while I privately, like, delete the tweet and go back to Twitter. It's going to cost you something while I tell my Turning Point USA students to keep on fighting hard. It's going to cost you something. No, cost me my Twitter account for now. 1.7 million followers reach tens of millions of people every week. Whatever. We're on pause with that. Twitter's going to have to decide whether or not they're going to back down. They probably won't. I may never get access to Twitter again. Okay, so uh, this dovetails into Elon Musk buying Twitter. And probably the reason Elon Musk bought Twitter is so he can influence things like this. So I'm pretty sure Charlie Kirk... And all the other shitheads out there like Charlie Kirk are going to be back before you know it. A whole That's a pretty much the whole point of Elon Musk uh, buying Twitter so he can have that power to influence the direction of it. Yeah, big loss for society, right? Whatever. But it's going to cost everybody something, right? It's the little stuff that amounts to the big stuff. 
But the more important point is, how do we get to a place where this entire kind of like bully and intimidation group of the transgender people are able to like control whether or not I use the proper name of you were born, even though I used the right name later in the tweet. Right, you trans people, you're the real bullies of society. When have you guys ever been bullied? Psh, know who the real enemies are? Like just good goddamn, yo. So depressing. And uh, speaking of the leopards I voted for eating my face, shocker. Caitlyn Jenner hired by Fox News drawing criticism from some Christians. <gasps> Prepare your shock face. Everybody do your shock face. Three, two, one, shock face. Did you do it? That's so fun. So page two, let's read. Nevertheless, the announcement has been met with a considerable amount of sharp criticism, both from those who consider Fox News to be a transphobic organization, as well as those who see the hiring of Jenner as an affirmation of, gender, of Jenner's gender identity. A number of prominent Christian conservatives chimed in with their disapproval. Dear Fox News, tweeted theologian James White, the moment Caitlyn Jenner appears on my screen on Fox is the moment you join MSNBC and CNN canceled. And believe me, I am not alone. That's right. Cancel culture is bad. We're going to cancel the fuck out of you. I dare you have a trans woman on your show. Farewell, Fox News. Tweet, Fox News tweeted Tom Buck, pastor of First Baptist Church in Lindale, Texas. The statement was a reference to the now infamous tweet by pastor and theologian John Piper, wherein he bid author Rob Bell farewell from the Christian faith after publishing the Bell's book, Love Wins. Uh, Jenner is male. In English, we use he for males, tweeted Reformed Baptist pastor John Carpenter in response to a post wherein Fox News referred to Jenner by a female pronoun. If you can't tell the truth about simple biology, how are we supposed to trust you with the news? And uh, so there's a bunch of them. No surprise whatsoever, but actually this kind of showed me that even though obviously Fox News only hired Caitlyn Jenner because they wanted a token trans person so they can have her on there to spread transphobia and homophobia and be like, hey, we can't possibly be transphobic. Caitlyn Jenner agrees with us. I mean, in a very small way, I guess maybe there are some silver linings to this because they are normalizing using female pronouns for transgender women on Fox News. So I guess there are some small benefits to having this happen, and it's always nice to freak out the conservatives. Fox News just hired Jenner, and they are calling him a her officially? Tweeted Patriot Church Pastor Ken Peters. This is how Satan wins. Narrative. All he needs is a toehold. You mean she. <laughs> so love it. Love it, but not surprised. Suck it up, Jenner. Lay down with dogs, and these are the fleas you're going to attract. Uh, now is the time of our show where we talk about backcast, backcast. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they beat the shit out of you? Backcast. Yep. Prepare your a cab. What do you call them? Uh, emojis. That's the word. <laughs> Talking's hard. Prepare the a cab emojis. So this, uh, I, I might have shared this before, but this went viral again. And uh, apparently they finally done something to this police officer. And uh, this also highlights and shows what is not a bastard cop, at least not in this incident. This woman actually is sort of a hero cop. 
trying to do what's right. This is the example that all cops should follow. Maybe we wouldn't hate you so bad if you were this one instead of this one. But anyway, let me play it. A police sergeant grabbed a junior officer by the throat. After she tried pulling him away from a from threatening a black man in custody. Police body cam footage shows Sunrise Florida Police Sergeant Christopher Pulleys threatening an individual who was handcuffed and in custody at the time. Pulleys and other officers were responding to a report about a man allegedly attacking people outside of the convenience store. This had originally occurred in November of 2021. But the local news affiliate 7 only obtained audio of the situation on March 22. Hey, hey, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You want to play f***ing games? You're playing with the wrong motherfucker. What you got to do, man? You going to mace me, mace me. Look at me, motherfucker. You want to play f***ing games? You Sir. ever get disrespectful Sir. with my f***ing officers? I will remove your f***ing soul from your f***ing body. Hey, as police began threatening the individual, an unnamed woman, junior officer, approached police and tugged on his belt to pull him out of the police car and further away from the individual in custody. She's trying to de-escalate, which is 100% what they're fucking supposed to do. Police then briefly grabbed the junior officer by her throat and backed her up against a patrol car. Shortly thereafter, police screamed at his intervening colleague again. And I'll see you in about five minutes. At one point, he also demanded all officers at the scene turn their cameras off. The junior officer who got choked has requested anonymity based on Marcy's Law, a statute protecting victims and police officers' identities to maintain their safety. The Sunrise Police Department praised the young officer's actions. Good. I am very proud of the officer involved in this incident and believe that the actions taken were definitive, Deputy Chief Anthony Rosa, and demonstrative of good leadership during a tense situation, agreed. Police has been suspended since November with pay, and Sunrise PD has been conducting an internal investigation into his actions, but he'll just be hired somewhere else. A current investigation against police was launched in January 2022. What charges Finney police might face remains unclear to the public as of April 1st. Nothing. Even if they fire him, he'll just get a job somewhere else. This is why the entire fucking system has to be dismantled and rebuilt from the ground up. Fuck everything about this. And here's another example. No, Keenan! They're attacking Keenan now. Love me some Keenan. That's not actually Keenan. But anyway, uh, so I'll just play it for you. Prepare to be angry. Tonight, police body camera video reveals a shocking new angle of a hotel brawl in Florida. The video, released by the Fort Lauderdale Police Department, shows officers yelling and pushing a black hotel employee before arresting him, even though that employee, Raymond Rashal, was the one to call the police in the first place. Previously released surveillance footage of the incident at a Best Western shows 28-year-old Rashal working at the lobby desk when a man charges past the front desk barrier towards him. Rashal punches the man, Jason Rabe, multiple times before putting him in a headlock and holds him down while 911 was called. According to the incident report from the police, Rashal said the man refused to leave the hotel. Rashal told CBS's Miami affiliate that he canceled Rabe's stay because Rabe, who is white, was making racial slurs towards him. We reached out to Rashal for comment but have not heard back. 
In the incident report obtained by NBC News, when police responded to the scene, Rashal was hostile and refused to back up. The officer reporting he pushed Rashal back before Rashal, quote, placed his hands on my upper torso and Watch pushed this. me. So the cop is claiming he put his hands on my upper torso and pushed me. This is why I say, folks, that a cop's word should be automatically inadmissible in court. A cop should automatically be considered a liar in court. They have proven themselves time and time to give me liars. Now watch this. He placed his hands on my upper torso and pushed me, says the cop. Pushed me. It does not appear Rashal pushed the officer from the footage reviewed by NBC News. And you didn't help nothing. Didn't do it at all. That cop should be charged with a fucking crime. Can you imagine how many people are in prison because cops' words are just considered gospel? It's just, God damn it, this fucking world. Rashal was taken into custody and charged with disorderly conduct and resisting an officer with violence. The charges were later dropped. The violence? incident report also states the guest, Jason Rabe of New York, was, quote, obviously drunk, uneasy on his feet, and slurring his words, but calm but and tried to explain they that They gave Rash this motherfucker a ride home, y'all. They arrested the black man who called them, who was defending himself, and they gave the motherfucker who attacked him a ride home. Rashal had canceled his reservation. Surveillance video shows police escorting Rabe out of the hotel. The incident reports saying he was cited for trespassing before getting a courtesy ride to a friend's house, according to the report. How is it that the clerk got arrested, uh, but the yeah. subject in this whole thing it's a mystery. Uh, gets to have a ride home? And those are legitimate questions. On a phone call, Rabe told us what started the incident was, quote, just a lack of customer service, and he was very rude. You know, so that led to some other stuff, adding that he's, quote, literally the most non-racist person. Of course, the videos of the incident circulating and sparking outrage online, with people accusing police of racial bias against Rashal. In a statement, the Fort Lauderdale Police Department said it's conducting a review of the incident. But nothing right. will be done. The cop won't be punished in any meaningful way whatsoever. Just, just the way it always happens. Day after fucking day after fucking day with this bullshit. Never goddamn ending. And uh, speaking of trash world, just another example of how cancel culture is bullshit. When I say cancel culture doesn't exist, this is what I'm talking about, folks. Remember all these people that are canceled, like Dave Chappelle and uh, Marilyn Manson? Yeah, they all win Grammys. Including Louis C.K., who also won a Grammy, so, so much for cancel culture. Just a mindless bullshit narrative. And uh, speaking of trash worlds, like, I don't watch much of Hassan. Like, I don't want to, sh it's Hassan's show, he can do what he wants. But he has this giant platform where he could feature lefty channels. Not just me, that me, he could definitely could have me on there, but like, I could have Vadim on there. Like, Vadim, man. I talk about Vadim all the time. Vadim deserves to be headlined, to be advertised on a channel like Hassan, who's hugely, hugely popular on the left. But instead, he just wants to platform these useless people like Grimes, people like Herschel Walker's son, Christian Walker. I just don't get it. It, it just should be legalization le le create. Legal, legal and, and that. And then it, and then it can be, <laughs> then it can, then it can be controlled, and then it can be like. Uh, okay. Let me let me let me just get that out of there real yeah. quick. Okay. Uh, uh, riveting stuff, riveting stuff. But I guess it's good for ratings.
Uh, what do I know? I'm just jealous. I'm just fucking jealous, y'all. Don't listen to me. Fuck me. And uh, speaking of this trash world, folks, I got to tell you, every show, NFTs are nothing but scams. Investors lose $20.7 million in Board Bunny NFT promoted by multiple celebrities. Yeah, who cares, right? Jake Paul, he advertised this. Floyd Mayweather advertised it. Uh, DJ Khalid. These people are already multi-millionaires, but they don't give a shit. They'll take money to advertise anything. And when you get fucking taken, when you lose all your money, do they give a shit? No, because they all got paid. Every one of these celebrities, I guarantee you, got paid. They don't give a fuck about you. Here's another example. Hardly this is real life. After a $625 million hack, the party must go on. So apparently this company... uh. the best way I can explain it, the best way it's explained to me is they have these things called axes, which are like Pokemon that are somehow tied to cryptocurrency that you can purchase and trade on the, uh, the blockchain. And they got hacked for $625 million folks. And all the people that are a part of this scam, like all the people who invest in are just like, eh, that'll be fine. We're not worried about it. We have faith. They'll turn everything around. It's just, all scam all the time. Yeah, the people who run in the scams, they make tons of money, but the investors, you guys are suckers. It's worse than gambling. Go to your local casino, put all your money on red or black. You have like a 49.9% chance of doubling your money. Way, way better than gambling on NFTs. Just my take on it. Rug pulled is exactly what it's called. Thank you, Joe Perry. Actually, this is not an example of rug pull, but what you're talking about is uh, another great example of NFT rug pull. What, 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 where rug pulls are, is there like a company uh, starts advertising, oh, we have this new NFT collection. It's 10,000 uh, sparkly vampire goats. Get in now. Buy yourself one of these uh elite 10,000 sparkly vampire goats and then people invest all their money into it and they, the website just disappear and they take their money and they never do anything. That's got a rug pull. And that's like 80% of the NFT stuff right now. People just get ripped off left and fucking right. And uh, then Elon Musk, new king of Twitter. So Elon Musk bought a 9.2% stake in Twitter, making him the largest shareholder on Twitter. So we covered this in the last show where he was sending out feelers talking about creating a rival to Twitter, which I said he's not going to do that because uh, all the rivals to Twitters have proven they can't make any money. For the exact reason I told you guys at the beginning of the show, conservatives don't want to be in an echo chamber with other people that are just conservatives because they have to hate. They have to spread their evil, vile hatred. And you want to do that where everybody is, which is where Twitter is. Um, this is actually, in my opinion, a good investment by Elon Musk. I mean, because he sees the Twitter stock is going to rise, rise, rise. Um Unlike Facebook, which I think Facebook is pretty much done for, in my, uh, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, one of the main reasons he's doing this, though, is because he wants to assert his influence on Twitter. You know, all the people that are banned or had uh, fact checkers for spreading vaccine misinformation. Well, Elon Musk was one of them. Elon Musk, uh, like, uh, two years ago, said, oh, COVID is over. I don't think anybody's going to die from it anymore. And then, like, a million people in America died after he said that. He's just a bullshit artist. Well, now he can be like, hey, uh, they removed Trump. What's to say they won't remove me next? I, he's addicted to Twitter just like Trump is. He's addicted to the accolades, to the ass kissing, to his cult sucking his dick through Twitter, which gives him that uh, shot of endorphins in his fucking brain. And so he's like, hey, they can't delete me if I'm the largest fucking shareholder. 
So no doubt he is going to be influencing Twitter. I wouldn't be surprised to see Trump come back on Twitter. I wouldn't be surprised to see Charlie Kirk uh, unbanned, even though he's just suspended. He could just delete it. But major changes coming to Twitter. And it's all going to be at the hands of Elon Musk. And is this a good thing? Uh, no. But, like, he got so much money. He got to do something with this money. Why not buy up the service that he uses to get all those endorphins flooding into his brain? We'd be surprised if he bought Reddit next. He's probably going to be buying up all these tech companies and then just using them for his nefarious purposes, which is smart. Very smart on his part. But not that great for society, in my opinion. Nationalized Twitter, that's what I say. I think that Facebook and Twitter, all these companies should be nationalized. Nationalize the gas companies. Nationalize the electricity grid. Nationalize all that shit. Fuck all you billionaires. Eat the rich. And uh, speaking of which, Amazon apparently is making their own version of Twitter just for employees. That sounds like a great idea. Um, And they've already banned certain words. They haven't made the app yet, but they've already decided which words they're going to ban. And shocker, they're banning the word union, restrooms, pay raise, and plantation, among other things. Amazon will block and flag employee posts on a planned internal messaging app that contains keywords pertaining to labor unions, according to internal company documents reviewed by The Intercept. An automatic word monitor would also block a variety of terms that could represent potential critiques of Amazon's working conditions, like slave labor, prison, and plantation, as well as restrooms, presumably rated to reports that Amazon employees were leaving themselves in bottles. The whole ideal behind this messaging service seems so fucking dystopian even beyond them blocking those words um trying to read where it says why they're doing this um so basically they're doing this so that employees can give other employees shout outs for how well they did on their job and then they can collect these shout outs i guess these little stars and take pride in them like, yeah, hey, uh, Johnny peed in five bottles today, never went to the restroom one time. Here's your meaningless star. Like, like, yay, yay, I earned money for my corporate overlords. Hooray, just crazy as fuck. Here's some other words that they decided to ban. I hate uh, fire, terminated, compensation, bullying, harassment, I don't care, rude. <laughs> Slave, George Orwell, rolling over in his grave. Dystopian as fuck. And I cut. That's my trash world. It's depressing. Hope you enjoyed it. Let's check the super chats. If it can be hacked for a half a billion, it can be hacked for more. Yep. It's a great way to lose your money. I definitely wouldn't invest in it if I were you guys. Remember the 80s Apple commercial that said the book 1984 won't become a reality? They lied. Of course they did. It's Apple. But man, imagine buying Apple stock when it first came out. Holy shit. Great show tonight, Dusty. Thanks for all the fun. Hey, no problem, DC Days. Thank you for supporting the show, you sexy hero, you. The pub night. The soothing thing about all these corrupt cops is they're getting exposed with cameras and all the million-dollar lawsuits because of false confessions. It's scary to think of how many innocent black blacks were killed by cops. I mean, yeah, at least some of this is getting sunlight on it. The spotlight shown on it. Imagine how much of this shit has happened continuously throughout the history of the world and our country. How many people have been mistreated? It's just uh, so depressing to think of. So, Lincoln, 1989, I can't tell you how good it feels as a trans person to come here to have fun and feel safe here when I have to live in a shithole like Texas. Thank you, Dusty. And the fabulous mods here. Hey, no problem. I'm sorry you have to deal with that, but I am happy to provide a space where you can feel uh, included and wanted and safe. 
That makes me happy to hear. Thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for the support. Jonathan Stern, uh, you and I agree that dogs should not be used as weapons. True story. But what about other dogs' jobs, such as rescue dogs, seeing eye dogs, and therapy dogs? I'm personally very much in favor of these therapy dogs. Yeah, hey, yeah. If they're used for good, like therapy dogs seem happy as shit. I've got a good idea to me. They can like sniff out cancer and stuff, so those dogs. All good. I believe Cawthorn just watched Don Jr. Minus Comedy Out Reds. I mean, yeah, if you're going to talk about somebody inhaling cocaine continuously, definitely Don Jr. on that list. All right, cool. More Super Chats, please. Hit the like button. All of it. All of it. Do all the things, people. And next up, going to do a very short section. I call Beyond Parody. People are like, Dusty, you said last time that you misspelled Beyond Parody, but you didn't. You spelled it correctly. No, I'm talking about the uh, text file I misspelled like a fucking idiot. So my spelling skills are Beyond Parody. And first off on Beyond Parody. Actually, it's a long Beyond Parody section. Uh, shamelessness is their superpower. No self-reflection whatsoever. Uh, giant conservative shithead Nick Adams says, Disney should be stripped of their self-governing status. I do agree with that. They should not get uh, s- special consideration just because they're a tree and not a corporation. That's bad. In Florida, and lose all copyrights protected by Congress. Holy shit, man. They're starting to sing, sound awfully left-wing now, aren't they? Boycott them 100% and cancel your Disney account. And then literally one minute later, cancel culture has no place in American society. I mean, do they know? Is it a troll or are they just really this stupid? He can't even tell anymore. It's like, uh, not Godwin's Law, uh, whatever it is where it's hard to tell uh, Christianity satire from real Christianity. It's exactly what it's becoming with them. Um, and speaking of Trump supporters freaking out, apparently this person pulling a Will Smith to this comedian on stage. I don't know how old this is, uh, so fuck you. Do not come in this goddamn thing and tell me this is old. I do not care. I will freak out. Anyway. Like the Washington Monument. I'm like, somebody got paid to design that shit? It's a fucking pencil. Post-law. I mean, that's it. It's just a big fucking cement pencil. Some people think it looks like a dick, but I think they're saving that design for Trump's monument. Uh, I uh, <laughs> No, fuck you, stupid, all right? What's it? What are you, his fucking mom? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, God, I, am I the first one to dislike Trump? Oh, my God, I must have invented disliking Donald Trump. Hey, on your way out, remember, you can suck my balls anytime you want, all right? Fucking break up my show, lady. You know what? You come up here and do this shit, and, and, and yeah, oh, uh, yeah, I could go fuck. So, so much for taking a joke. I thought it was the life that couldn't take a joke. Nope. I dare you talk bad about my cult leader. He my daddy. Greatest man that ever lived, goddamn Trump. He loves me. He loves this country. He gonna save us, y'all. Gross. And Georgia governor candidate, Candace Taylor. I mean, I guess in a way, this is is sort of sweet because apparently this is her boyfriend. Uh, But he wrote her a campaign song and they decided to play it in public. And here it is. It's called Southern Girl. You might swim in a river, ride down a back road, jump on a tractor and tear 
out them last rows is what you might get. You're with a southern girl. You might hate on the gay people, ban trans people. You might destroy the entire fucking country. Don't let them say gay in the classrooms. A southern girl. She might go to Atlanta, take back the capital, be a voice for we the people. That's what you might get. Bone for a southern girl. Yeah! I wasn't gonna vote for her before, and I'm still not, but holy shit, like, why do we need campaign songs anymore? Is this still a thing? I guess just to make a viral video is the only purpose? I don't know, but, uh, that was dumb and bad and beyond parody. You should feel bad about it. And next up. Boo! <laughs> Karen Tito Ortiz, a living example of why you should not get punched in the head for a living. Went to the local airport and uh, noticed that nobody, and I mean absolutely nobody, is wearing masks, y'all. So we're in the airport and no one's wearing a mask. No one's wearing a mask. They're wearing a stupid mask. Nobody's wearing a stupid mask, folks. Except for this person and this person and this person. But nobody, nobody, except for that person and that person. And nobody except for this person and these people. Nobody except for half the people are wearing masks, folks. So, Tito Ortiz definitely has good eyesight. And next up, Mel Gibson back. I just want to say something, folks. I know this is controversial because uh, Mel Gibson is sort of a giant conservative piece of shit and doesn't seem to like the Jewish people very much. But uh, Mel Gibson hot. Mel Gibson somehow, I don't know how the fuck it's possible, looked better at 70 than he did at 30. How is Mel Gibson, like me, getting hotter with age? Fuck you, Mel Gibson. That just unnatural. But anyway, apparently he was on Fox News and the interview was- got weird as fuck. He was asked to comment on the Will Smith stuff. And so I guess his handler came on and immediately cut the conversation. Let's see him act weird as shit. Better than a lot of people with your career. And I was wondering if, you know, you had been the one that jumped up out of his seat and slapped Chris Rock. If if you would have been treated the same way, Mel. Hello, Jesse. Um, thank you. That's our time. <laughs> Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> um, I'm. Thank you, Jesse. Um, okay. we, that is our time. Well, Mel, thank you very much for joining Jesse Waters Primetime, and we really appreciate it. April 13th, better than a lot of... Weirdo! Apparently, you want to answer that question. I don't know. That wasn't a tough question or anything. He just should have said, I don't give a fuck about it, anything. But I guess it's nice to have handlers and shit. Gail Mipson! Sexy-ass Mel Gibson. He, like, in pretty good shape, too. Mm, break me off a piece of that. You're gay. And... Beyond parody Fox News! They're, like, starting to threaten and me we- with a fucking good time? Talking about accidentally based? Now, I know that this is kind of scary. They're threatening corporations and companies now who dare go against the Republican agenda. But what she's saying here sort of sounds like socialism or something. And when Republicans, they get back into power, Apple and Disney need to understand one thing. Mm-hmm. Everything will be on the table. Mm. Your copyright and trademark protection, your special status within certain states, and even your corporate structure itself. The antitrust division at Justice needs to begin the process of considering which American companies need to be broken up once and for all for competition's sake 
and ultimately for the good of the consumers who pay the bills. <laughs> what the fuck? Yes! Yes, exactly right! Now, I know you're trying to do this to scare them and not opposing your agenda, but hell yeah! Fuck their copyrights! Break these monopolies up! That sounds great, but that's literally antithetical to everything conservatism stands for. Just crazy to... But welcome! Welcome, comrade! Good to have you, finally. And, uh... This one, folks. They tried to pass legalization of marijuana federally, and they did in one of the houses, but it's not going to pass another house. But they always say the exact same shit. These Republican douchebags who try to scare you into not um, legalizing marijuana, which should not be illegal to begin with. This is what they always fucking say. Mr. Speaker, as you know, I'm a pharmacist. I know addiction. I know, and I've studied addiction. I can tell you, marijuana is nothing more than a gateway drug. Marijuana is nothing but a gateway drug. I mean, what about alcohol? You don't give a shit about that. But the fact is, marijuana is absolutely not a gateway drug. You know what is a gateway drug? You know what does lead people to do harder and more dangerous drugs? Lying about marijuana. I was lied to about marijuana my entire fucking life. How harmful it was, how it would destroy your life. Didn't smoke it until I was 33. Then finally smoked it. And I was like, oh my God, they lied to me about this. And then I was immediately like, I wonder what else they lied to me about. So when you lie about marijuana, all it does is make people think, hey, maybe they're lying about heroin. Maybe they're lying about crack. Maybe they're lying about meth. Your lies are what our gateway drug is, motherfucker. God damn it, you fuckers of Beyond Parody. It's so, so disappointing that this is the level we're still out in this fucking country in 2020. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, folks! Everybody's being asked these last couple weeks, define what a woman is. And Marjorie Taylor Greene wants you to know it's so simple, folks. It's so simple. What is a woman? Because she says she's not a biologist. I'm going to tell you right now, what is a woman? Okay, what is it? This is an easy answer. So easy. We are a creation of God. We came from Adam's rib. God created us with his hands. We are, we may be the weaker sex, we are the weaker sex. But we are our partner, our husband's wife. Right, guys, it's so simple. Why doesn't everybody know this? The all-powerful God, for some reason, has hands. I don't know why. And he took a rib from a man and he made us from ribs. How can anybody be so stupid not to believe this? Holy shit, we're fucking doomed. We are doomed as a nation. Has the biggest war chest of anybody in Congress, folks. This is what our country rewards in the highest political body in the land. And uh, speaking of which... Marjorie Taylor Greene went out this week basically called Disney pro-child predator. But shocker, she owns stock in Disney. That's right, folks. Who shocked? Time to do your shock face again. Yep. Went out there saying, oh my God, they're indoctrinating our children. Anyone who opposes anti-grooming laws like the one in Florida is pro-child predator. This is their new talking point now. If you oppose the don't say gay bill, you're a pedophile trying to groom children. I told you guys this is the last show. This is the new, it's not new, but they've ramped up this narrative that anybody who's pro-gay is a pedophile or a pedophile enabler. Because, of course, you know, if you're gay and you want to let children know that it's okay to be gay, gay people exist, you're a pedophile. 
Mac, not the same thing. Not the same thing as uh, telling them that you're straight. They're mad that Disney said they're going to have more gay kisses in movies. And oh my God, having gay kisses, that's pedophilia. That's grooming children. Uh, then why is straight kisses not the same thing? Why is Prince Charming bending down and kissing a sleeping beauty, which is kind of rapey, why is that not pedophilia? Why is only gay people kissing grooming and pedophilia? It's almost like when you think about gay people, the only thing you can possibly think of is sex when you don't have that same blinder when it comes to straight people. Huh. Amazing how that works out for you. And one more, folks. As I said, it was going to be a short show. Shout out to the heroes. I shared you guys this little uh, snippet from the teacher who's found a genius way of trolling the conservatives who want to enforce the don't say gay bill. And it seems to be freaking out some of the Christian conservatives. So remember, dear Florida parent caretaker, the Florida House of Representatives has recently ruled the classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. To be in accordance with this policy, I will no longer be referring to your student with the gendered pronouns. All students will be referred to as they, them, or... They are them. I will no longer use a gender title such as Mr. or Mrs. or make any references to my husband, wife in the classroom. From now on, I will be using the non-gender title MX. Furthermore, I will be removing all books or instructions which refer to a person being as mother, father, husband, or wife, as these are gendered identities that also may allude to sexual orientation. That is to say, all books which refer to character as he or she will also be removed from the classroom. If you have any concerns about this policy, please feel free to contact your local congressperson, a genius. And it seems to be working. Oh no, what have we done? Says Moms for Liberty, who went public and said, Attention parents! Siren! Alert! A teacher in Palm Beach County, Florida, shared this template with us. It is being shared among teachers to use for grade K through three. How do you feel about this? What will you do when this arrives home in your child's backpack? Time to take a stand. What are you going to take a stand for? They're doing exactly what you want. You about to get hoisted by your own petard? Good. Good. Can't wait for this. Can't wait for the lawsuit. So thank you, hero. Freak them the fuck out. Love that shit. And all right, folks, going to do a kitty party, so stay tuned for that. But that was my show. Short and sweet like me this week. Please hit the like button for you. Go for next time on the kitty party. Fitz nuts. Republicans are against marijuana because it leads to coke parties. Yeah, they also like the for-profit prisons, and it's a real easy way to lock up minorities. Logic, says John Jordan. Logic to you. Handler knew he was going to say stupid things. They're so predictable. How much Coda Johnson? Some more news do you watch? I mean, I watch most of his videos. Sexy ass uh, showed at Coda Johnson. I forgot to say Dusty. They said on NPR they are banning more books like the ones geared towards LGBTQ issues, or at least they're trying. Shocker. But they're the ones that are so pro-free speech, aren't they? Dreaming last night, I met you, Dusty. It was a sexy dream. Dusty, get out of my dreams. Get out of my dreams and into my car. Get in the backseat, baby. Remember the 80s? I already read that. I could. Amazing. Kitty party time! For you, the kitty party folks, if you want to help me out on the show, like I said, I don't make any money except off the super chats and the patron. Please become a patron. I could really use some patrons, y'all. I work hard on this show, work my ass off. So please, please do not pee on me, cat. Hey, this is a uh, look, look who we have. 
Ooh, okay, yeah. Look who we have. I got you. Yeah. She's like, no, fuck you, daddy. Yeah, the, one of the rarest skitties ever. Wish Panda would come someday. Panda's like the rarest, rarest. Yeah, that was violent. Anyway, uh, please help me on Patreon.com. We rescue cats and shit, so help me out. Um, appreciate it. Twitter says, sad our time together is too short. Love you and all the animals. Well, don't worry. I'll be back on Monday. Oh, Friday. It's Monday already. I'll be back on fucking Friday, y'all. It'll be here before you fucking know it. Don't look at my gut. Do not look at my gut. I demand you to ignore my gut. All right. Uh, I am getting so fat, but I'm enjoying it. All right, cool. Um, kitty party time. What's up? Time for the kitty party. All right. You cat's favorite time now. Kitty party time. Kitty party time. Hello, everybody. It's Kitty Party Time. Let's see who's going to show up for the Kitty Party tonight. Tonight, making a special guest appearance. It's, uh, she's going to try to hand me Panda. Come here, Miss Panda. Hey, Miss Panda. The rarest kitty of the mom, Miss Panda Bear. This is my first rescue. And she does not like the other cats, so she is very skittish. She has her own spot near the room. But the rarest kitty of them all, folks. Beautiful Miss Panda. I handpicked her. She was my first rescue. I love you, Miss Panda. All right. I understand. You want to go back in your, your little cubby hole? We got our brand new cubby hole recently. So, cool. And tonight the kitty party, we have uh, Half Stash. You can barely see his little face. His little mustachioed face. Uh, and this is uh, Misty. And we got Penguin back here. We got Mr. Pretty Boy over here. And uh, Violet. Hell yeah. Small. But decent kitty party tonight. Fuck yeah. We did it, folks. We did it. And, uh, boom. Hell yeah. All right. Love the shit out of you guys. Thank you for joining me tonight, as always. It was fun hanging out with you guys for a couple hours. Sorry it was so short, but that's what happens sometimes. I only do the material I have. I don't want to bore you guys with bullshit. So, that's it, folks. I will see you guys on Friday. I love the fuck out of each and every one of you, and I hope you have a good week. Thank you for hanging out with me tonight. Love you, even the poors. Good night, everybody. Now we're going to play a little Talking Points, a song I wrote in, uh, I don't know, the 90s about the Iraq War. Good night, everybody. Peace, Roger. Don't you know it's time to be free? Won't you lend a hand? Won't you show the world your outrage? Won't you take a stand? I call my race cause you just can't face this Everyone seems so blind I call my race cause you just can't face this Every child's been left behind All the rights are treaded on All the rights could soon be gone Civil rights just don't belong Treated like some political pawn But don't end that it is all fine Cause you may end up on the unemployed line While your child gets reassigned to some Malaysian kid who's just pushing line I'm a man of many talents Living it out on a fair balance I hope all the roof right on this joint Cause I'm busting out my talking points First they plan and then they loud about the WMDs Then they drop off to dads and moms and many more Iraqis Then they vacationed as the nation's children went off to war How many more of our kids must die for a barrel of oil? A hundred billion spectacular, meanwhile millions are still Left your job as from a robber to save our rights at will It's time to move on and improve on the red, white, and the blue I keep it pithy, are you with me? These talking points are true It's not too late. It's not too late. Good night, everybody. I love you.
it's time to judge my soul, when it's time to pay that toll, I know that at least I was one who stood for peace. And I know that on that day, when I finally had my say, the whole world will hear me. Cause I'm gonna shout it, gonna tell my mother, gonna tell my brother, if we have each other, we can make a change. Gonna tell my mother, gonna tell my brother, if we have each other, we can make a change. First they plan and then they loud about the WMDs, then they drop off their dads and moms and many more Iraqis, then they vacationed as the nation's children went off to war. How many more rockets must I for a barrel of oil? A hundred billion spent to kill them, meanwhile millions are still left here jobless while they rob our lost civil rights as well. It's time to move on and improve on the red, white, and the blue. I'll keep it busy, are you with me? These talking words are true. Change. 